In this week's parsha, we read about Vidoy Meiser, the confession a farmer makes when he finishes dispensing his tithes. In the days of the Besamikdash, this Vidoy took place on the third and the sixth year of the Shemitah cycle. The person bringing the Meisers was required to issue a proclamation. I have removed all the sacred portions from my house. Tithes were properly distributed to the levy, to the strangers, to the orphans and the widows. Everything was paid in full. Rashi calls this declaration, the confession of the tithes. However, in examining the text of the Psukkim, this hardly seems like anything resembling a confession. The landowner proclaims, I have not violated any commandments and have not forgotten anything. I did everything exactly as you commanded me. This does not sound like a confession at all. Actually, quite on the contrary, it sounds like he's boasting, he's gloating. I did everything. I'm a model Jew. I'm the perfect human being. So why then is this called a confession? So I'd like to share with you a fascinating insight from Selvagic. He says, At the core of every confession is an implicit acknowledgement that I could have done better. I could have gotten it right. Because if I didn't have the ability, or if I didn't have the capacity to get it right, then I can't be faulted. A deaf person would never make a confession that he sinned because he didn't hear Tkir Shoifer, because he obviously doesn't have the ability to hear. So essentially, a confession is, I had the ability, I had the strength, I had the intellectual capacity, but in the end, I didn't get it done. I dropped the ball, I blew it. Says Rav Salavechik, when a farmer makes his declaration, you know what his confession is? He's saying, granted I got this right, but just like I got this right, I could have gotten other things right as well. If only I would have tried harder, or if I had been more attentive and more mindful. Because if I was perfect here, I could have been perfect elsewhere as well. I'm not confessing for this incident per se. I'm lamenting about all the other aspects in my life that I'm not getting right. And that's why it's called Vidoy. With Rosh Hashanah rapidly approaching, if a person can take upon himself one mitzvah, and he resolves to observe that one mitzvah completely, and he's willing to sacrifice to fulfill that mitzvah even in the most extreme circumstances, he will be Zoycha Bedin. Hashem will judge him favorably just because of that one mitzvah. The Pasik says, If you only have one angel that's advocating for you, Mini Elef, amongst thousands of prosecuting angels, The inference is that if there's one mitzvah a person is particularly meticulous with and he observes it to its ultimate level, that angel that emanates from that mitzvah will advocate for him and that will exonerate him on the day of judgment. Therefore, if we can get this one thing perfect, we can go into Rosh Hashanah and say confidently, because now we have taken the first step in our path to getting the rest of the things right as well. People have this misconception that it's all or nothing. So if I can't do everything perfect, I may as well not even start. But one minor positive action can be the impetus for further growth and elevation. There's a story told about Reb Shloyme Freifeld's Etzel, the renowned Rosh Hashiva of Shar Yashif. He was known as the quintessential teacher. 
one year, he was giving a talk on the very first day of yeshiva. And he was telling the boys how important it is to have knowledge of Torah. In his imitable style, he implored them to truly apply themselves and grow in Torah and become accomplished Tamidah Chacham. And as he was about to conclude his opening of this man's speech, Reb Shloyma challenged the boys, I want you all to finish the Masechta this year. Everyone was excited and ran out. There was one boy sitting in the back and Reb Shloyma could see that he was distraught. He walks up to him and he says, Is everything okay? And the boy said, can I speak to you in your office, please? Of course, said Reb Schleimer. The boy walked in and took a seat. You know, you talked about how important finishing the Masechta is. Every word you said and the more you explained how important it was, the worse it hurt. All my friends are going to finish the Masechta, but I'm dyslexic and I can barely read. There's no way in the world that I can do this thing that you said that is so important. So what about me? What am I supposed to do? What am I worth? And Rabbi Shloyma was known for his big heart and his warm demeanor. And he said, You're right. Come see me tomorrow. I want to think about it. The boy left upset and humiliated. Now someone knew his secret and he still didn't have a solution. He returned the next day and Rabbi Shloyma had this big smile on his face and he said, I got you something. And he handed him a box and it was gift wrapped. The boy tore it open. It was a beautiful leather-bound Gemara, the same as Sech that they were studying. But Reb Shloyme had taken out all of the pages except for the first page, Dav Base, And he bound it beautifully like a new Gemara. Here's your Masechta, he tells the boy. Go finish it and make a seam together with us. Which Rosh Hashiva does that? Most Rosh Hashivas wouldn't even accept such boys. Go find another Yeshiva. My Yeshiva is only for Mitzianim, for geniuses. Some would have said, whatever you do is fine, finish as much as you can. But who takes the time to photocopy a page, go to a bookbinder, asks for it to be leather bound, puts it in a box and has it gift wrapped? Only a tzaddik like Reb Shloyma. A person who understands that every single person, every single neshama, every single mitzvah is important. No matter what they look like, no matter their intellect level, make them feel like they're part of everyone else. One daf, one mitzvah done correctly, we can be zoichabedin. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.